you're listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Aquarius season in 2020. My name is Renee. I'm an artist, an astrologer, and a somatic intuitive. In these audio horoscopes, I'll outline what I perceive as the main areas of focus for each sign in the month ahead and give you creative, embodied, and practical suggestions for working with this season's biggest opportunities and challenges. Remember that horoscopes describe general energies and it's up to you to get specific. Listen with your intuition on and your mind open. Take what works, leave the rest. I suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask you what your sign is. It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign is determined by the time of day you were born and the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. To learn more about what's coming up in the next 30 days and the major themes of 2020 in general, make sure to listen to Freedom from the Known, the Embodied Astrology episode for Aquarius season. You can find this episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platforms. If you'd like to learn more about astrology, check out my subscriber offerings. You can scribe... If you'd like to learn more about astrology, check out my subscriber offerings. You can subscribe by donation at any amount per month and receive access to an extended monthly forecast and printable astro journal that gives you detailed day-by-day breakdowns of the planetary aspects and lunar cycles and suggestions for how to work effectively with their energy. Subscribers also get discounts on year-ahead birthday reports, online classes, live events, and Embodied Astrology Basics handbooks. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. I know how helpful astrology can be for making sense out of the world, and it's important to me to keep this work financially accessible, especially during these crazy times in the world. If this work benefits you in your life, please support me to continue making it. You can make a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going, and side note, recurring monthly donations get you access to the awesome subscriber content. The number one way you can support this work is to share it. Please share it with your family and friends and leave five-star reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify, and follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Embodied Astrology. Thank you so much for your support. I truly, truly appreciate it. I love you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please wait for a brief sponsorship message, and I will be right back with your horoscope. Capricorn. All right, so we are moving into Aquarius season on January 20th, and Aquarius season um, is bringing quite a bit of change with it. And change is really the name of the game for 2020. It is the big theme of this year, changing from uh, an old paradigm into a new paradigm. And these changes are occurring on global and community levels as well as individually. If you were checking in with uh, with me or with other horoscopes over the past couple of months and even the last couple of years, then you are well aware that you are ready and ripe for change. You have been going through such a deep and important transformation for so long now. And as I talked about in last month's horoscope, this transformation is really the um, accumulated residue of the last decade plus. 
in these couple of weeks and months as we move from Capricorn season into Aquarius season, I think you're really starting to understand the nature of this transformation. You're starting to see the whole thing and your priorities and what you want to be moving towards should be at least more clear at this point. If they're not fully formed in your consciousness, that's okay. But in the last couple of weeks, um, my guess is, is that some important priorities have been filtering through. You have probably made some rapid and maybe really surprising progress away from old ways of being and into new ways of being. And if this is resonating for you, then I really want to applaud that and say, keep going. Um, your sign has been going through so much intensity for so long. And um, it's not totally over yet, but you're really nearing the end. And at this point, I think if you've been working with this energy, then you're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel and you might be starting to feel, um, some of the payoff or some of the benefit of this heavy lifting that you've been doing for so long. Now, the deep transformation, transformative processes are certainly not easy, but if we work with them, they do actually have such a big payoff. And that payoff on the other side is empowerment. It's self-knowing. It is the ability to be relational and connected in ways that feel really authentic and deeply nourishing. And I hope that that's what you're starting to feel for yourself. Aquarius season wants you to continue putting these changes into action um, in really tangible ways. And the actions or the changes that you're making right now have a lot to do with ideas of worth and value. So worth and value are complex ideas and they really begin with the personal, with the self, and this is your self-esteem or your self-worth. Aquarius season's big theme is reshaping your self-worth, understanding your own sense of confidence and self-value. As you are working through these transformations that you've been going through, I hope that what's been clarifying for you um, are the places where you can really appreciate yourself, where you can appreciate your unique offering, where you can appreciate um, your tenacity, your determination, your beauty. And the more that you can appreciate yourself now, the better, because your life is really ready to shift from a, a period of an incredible intensity into a period that to me looks like there's a lot of potential for fun. And you're probably really ready for it at this point. And it seems to me like your astrology really wants to shift. There's a lot of healing that wants to come in for you and a lot of expansion, feelings of freedom, feelings of liberation, feelings of vitality and inspiration and a, a kind of eroticism or embodiment and pleasure that really wants to come in and saturate your being. And so you want to let this energy in. And the way that you let that in is by believing that you are worth it. When you give yourself negative stories about yourself, when you say, you know, I'm to this and not enough that, and this is wrong with me, and that's also wrong, then you are basically shutting out pleasure and you're shutting out joy. When you value yourself for who you are and not what you're trying to be and not, um, you know, something that maybe you will be in the future, but you're not yet, when you value yourself for who you are now, what's authentic for you, then you open the doors. You say yes to this kind of pleasure. You say yes to this kind of excitement that wants to come in. As you 
kind of examine your um, relationship to self-esteem and self-worth, this is not an invitation to just sit back and say, like, everything about me is perfect. I don't need to do any self-work. This is an invitation to look at your tendencies for perfection and competition. Because these tendencies are, first of all, very Capricorn. Capricorn is a perfectionist, ambitious, competitive sign. And that's part of your strength, but it's also your downfall. And so where you find the places where you're constantly berating yourself, where you're telling yourself you should be more, when you're competing with other people, when you're competing with yourself, these kinds of energies are shutting the door to the pleasure that wants to come in for you right now. Now that doesn't mean don't work on it. Don't try and improve or don't try new things or uh, refine what you're already doing or anything like that. But try and um, start to talk to yourself differently. Make the changes that you're making. Refine yourself through affirmation, not through negation. Work on your self-love this month. Super important. Your value systems come after that. What do you think is valuable? What are you drawn to? What are you compelled by? What are you attracted to in the world and in other people? So as a a sign that is definitely known for competitiveness and ambition and desire for power in the world, um, I really want you to uh, examine value systems that may be oriented around competition and power. Now, competition, again, and ambition, these are not negative things, but in a world that has been so deeply shaped by capitalism and by supremacy, by supremacist ideals, um, competition and ambition have a very negating and destructive kind of quality to them. And when they lead you to separate yourself from other people or to judge yourself or to judge other people, they're not helping you in your life. They're not helping you say yes to pleasure and say yes to connection. So look at your values, look at what you are attracted to, look at who you find attractive and start to question where you value um, power and authority that is at the cost of actual tenderness, of actual connection and actual presence. Because this is really what you want to bring into your life. You want to bring in intimacy. You want to bring in connection that you can trust. You want to bring in present moment enjoyment. And that means embodiment. And that means um, trust and love of your body in this moment, of yourself in this moment, not about something that you might be or could get to. Finally, um, money. It's a big issue this month. And as the sun moves through Aquarius, you might be very aware of your finances. Now, as you work with your relationship to money, you are also working with your relationship to joy. It's important right now that you figure out what your priorities are financially and where you want to be putting your resources. Um, It looks to me like you want to have a good time in your life. And so Arranging your resources so that you can have um, some percentage every month going into a play fund would be a really good idea. And there are a couple of methodologies out there that I've heard of, like um, the jars savings plan. And this is when you have like different jars or cans literally, you know, on a table somewhere and you put a certain amount of money in every day or every week and you work with percentages. So you might have, um, you know, all of your, your basic needs, of course, you got to cover those first. And then you might want to put a little away for savings, or you might have other needs that you definitely need to save for. But 
every single month, please put something away for fun. And fun is unique to you, whatever it is that you think is fun, this is what you want to be orienting to. I really want to encourage you to think about the times and the places and the activities or the people um, where you feel like you lose track of psychological time. You are just enjoying yourself so much, you're not thinking about the future, you're not thinking about the past, you're just present, you're engaged, um, you're feeling your, your innocence, your childlike self coming forward. This is what you want to save for. It's what you want to make time and space and a lot resources for. Now, that could also be complicated right now. Um, so work skillfully and work as systematically as you can, again, to think about how you're using your money. Another theme right now is that you want to be using your money with awareness of collective impact. So if you are a person who has enough financial privilege that you can think about putting aside money for playtime, then you might also really want to be thinking about how you can use your money to leverage justice, equality, healing, and environmental sanity in the world. This is a super important time on earth right now. We need all hands on deck and money actually does make a huge difference when it comes to making changes. So if you have the resources, please make sure that you are putting money every month um, into what you value. And I want you to think about your values beyond the personal and beyond the superficial. Think long-term and think collective values. Um, finally, there's a big theme for you this month around communication and the way that you are using your mind. So we're going to be entering into a Mercury retrograde cycle and Mercury begins its shadow period. This is the period of time that precedes the actual retrograde on February 3rd. The actual retrograde begins on February 16th and ends on March 31st and the shadow period extends through March 30th. Now, this particular Mercury retrograde um, occurs mostly in the sign of Pisces. And for you, Pisces rules the part of your chart that has a lot to do already with the mind and with communication. So this Mercury retrograde is a little bit of a double whammy for you in the sense of all Mercury retrogrades make straightforward communication and simple logical thinking a little bit more challenging. And for you, these themes are really going to get kicked up. So this is not an ideal time to try and convey important information clearly and logically, nor is it an ideal time to sign important contracts or make really big purchases. However, it is an excellent time for you to be working on cultivating your intuition, on uh, refining and expanding your sense of empathy and emotional connection with others, and for you to be working with creativity. The more that you can express yourself in um, kind of subtle, creative, um, liminal ways, the more you can actually experience the benefits of this transit and probably steer clear of some of the detriments. This Mercury retrograde is aspecting your chart in such a way that it's really making me feel like you have a lot of access right now to your intuition. So please meditate, um, take time to be in your body, cultivate your embodied intuition, um, pray, journal, use divination practices like tarot or astrology or throwing dice, whatever it is that you do. Um, and again, creativity is so awesome here because through the creative, through the poetic, we can express some of these more subtle energies that are really wanting to come through for you. 
All right, so um, there are a couple of important lunations coming up this month. On January 24th, we have a new moon at four degrees of Aquarius. Please check your natal chart. Um, if you have planets or points around four degrees of Aquarius, then this new moon is especially potent and pertinent for you. Make sure to check in with me um, at Embodied Astrology on Instagram or check your inboxes if you're signed up for my newsletter um, and you'll get my lunar attunement, a way that we can connect to this new moon energy. This new moon is really asking us to change and the couple of days coming leading up to the new moon might be marked by an intensity and a feeling of uh, frustration or pushing into the new, not really knowing how we're going to get to the new thing just yet, but really wanting it. Um, as we move past the new moon into the couple of days after, these changes might start to roll out. So remember that um, right before a breakthrough is often the time of the most intensity, if you feel some intensity gathering around the new moon. And this is a, a great new moon to set your intentions and set your wishes for your new ideas about self-worth, self-esteem, your value systems, and how you are using your money. Um, best to set your intentions, do your new moon rituals the following day, January 25th. That's a great day for working with lunar magic. On February 8th and 9th, depending on what time zone you're in, we'll uh, have the full moon. And so the full moon occurs at 20 degrees of Leo. Again, make sure to check your natal chart. Notice where Leo is in your chart. And if you have any important planets or points around 20 degrees of Leo or Aquarius, since the full moon works in an opposition. This is a full moon that really asks us to be ourselves and to come forward with courage and with bravery and with enthusiasm as we present ourselves and to you this is an opening for you to really sink into that solidity of self-worth and confidence and be willing to be vulnerable be willing to open up and share and show yourself in intimacies there's so much reward and benefit for you and there's really quite a lot of healing that wants to come in um, especially when it comes to your kind of foundational um, experiences your home your family and your roots um, finally, Mars will be coming into your sign on February 16th. Mars will transit Capricorn until March 31st. And when Mars is in your sign, it is bringing force and power. Um, this is a great transit to use to get into your body, to exert yourself and to assert yourself. It's also a transit to to be cautious with. Um, Mars and Capricorn can um, increase tendencies towards domineering, militant kinds of attitudes and behaviors. You really want to be aware of how you are affecting those around you, how you are communicating, and again, how you are treating yourself. All right, my friend, I'm wishing you all the best in Aquarius season and beyond. Much love and bye for now.